Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our new podcast. Here we review books, movies, and anything you want us to. On today's docket is The Blind Side by Michael Lewis. We are called Simplistic. Right now I am just by myself, but in the future we may be able to include other members and perhaps even authors and creators of movies. My name is Griffin Jones. Once again, we will be talking about The Blind Side, and we will be reviewing it and comparing it to the movie. Now we will be going over the review of the book. Just for a little recap, the book is about a poor kid who is basically a massive and extremely physically gifted kid who plays football. So he joins this Catholic school filled with the rich white kids. And before this, he was in public school, struggling to even show up to class. He, it even says in the book that he missed a whole grade. And Michael obviously doesn't fit in with these rich white kids. He's one of the only black kids in the school and has the IQ of a rock. It's just not much of an an exaggeration. Eventually, a family takes him in because his situation was not ideal, struggling to find meals and hopping from friends' houses. He finally starts to fit in when he joins the football team. He starts to excel immediately just because of his massive size, power, and speed. Division one college coaches show up at his practice trying to recruit him, looking at him like a zoo animal. One time, a coach from a not very great college just looked at Michael and knew that he wouldn't be able to recruit him because of his size, power, and speed. Um, he was truly an amazing football player just because of his massive size. But the book also utilizes these little side stories that have relation to the main story. For example, one of the stories show how the left tackle became such an important position in all the all of football. It further adapts this these stories provide valuable insight into the novel and make it feel like you need these backstories. They're not just helpful. Overall, this book utilizes these backstories and placing them places them in the correct spots. Also, it's a really great story about a homeless boy who finds his way through playing football also about the generosity of the family that took him in. I would 10 out of 10 recommend this book to anyone, but especially to kids that are into sports and sports stories. This book stands out from the rest because this is built around someone who has to battle through adversity, and it's a great read. I'm sure you'll be done with it within a few days. Now, we can transfer on to the topic 
of the movie and how it compares to the book and uh, which one is better. So, after the book was written, a movie was created. This was my favorite movie for a while. I thought it was really good. But you know what they say, the book is always better than the movie. Or at least that's what English teachers say. But anyway, the movie and the book were similar in some parts, but also different because of how the movie left big parts out. The movie basically only included the parts with Michael Lewis in them, which is understandable because that's what appeals to the watchers. The poor kid who finds sway through playing football. But in the book, it includes a bunch of these cool side stories, which give a lot of context and structure to the novel. But for the most part, the story of Michael was the same. The movie includes the car crash scene, the family taking him in, and all the good stuff that's in the book. But the difference is that in the book, there's more detail and context, and that really improves the book and puts it a step up above the movie. Also, all the little side stories are absent in the movie, except for a few, such as the one about Lawrence Taylor and the high school football player reviewer. But they weren't used in the same context. For example, in the case of the reviewer, they put that scene at the midway-ish point. In the movie, in the movie, it doesn't have the same effect. In the novel, however, it creates a character builder, which shows that Michael's character. In the Lawrence Taylor scene, however, the book provides more detail. But the movie has it the advantage because it really shows the scene and you're able to see the cringy scene of Lawrence Taylor crushing the QB. Despite this scene, I'll have to agree with the English teachers on this one. The book is much better, it has so much more detail, and provides so much more context. I still think that the movie is awesome, but if you're looking for the whole story, of Michael Orr, read the whole book, I'd say. Once again, thank you for listening again, folks. I hope to see you all in the future. And once again, a big thank you to Audible. Shout out to Audible. I love Audible. Audible is amazing.